This is Sounds of Science. For genetic engineering and biotechnology news, I'm Jeff Bogaliskis. With summer right around the corner, a few things are inevitable. Warmer weather, more barbecues, and of course, mosquitoes. While these flying bloodsuckers are often considered a minor nuisance in industrialized countries, most areas of the globe consider them endemic pests that spreads a host of viral and parasitic diseases. With the threat of Zika creeping its way into places like the southern United States, researchers remain vigilant to slow the spread of this emerging public health threat. Since mosquitoes can carry dozens of pathogens, it's important for scientists to quickly and accurately determine which disease either the patient or mosquito pool is carrying. Additionally, since outbreaks have occurred most frequently in underdeveloped countries, disease diagnostics also need to be low-tech and inexpensive. Investigators at Colorado State University have cleverly utilized existing technology as a method of biosurveillance that rapidly indicates whether the Zika virus is present in local mosquito populations and in patient biofluids. It was January 2016. Zika was very big news. Uh, That was when the first clear connections to the microcephaly and the the general extent of the outbreak were becoming pretty clear. But we were collaborating newly with one of the investigators working on dengue virus, looking at regulation of of host cell gene expression by dengue virus. So I was happened to be uh, present during an organizational meeting where the group was putting together proposals, both in-house and uh, extramural proposals, to address the Zika virus outbreak. Joel Rovnak, assistant professor at Colorado State University and senior investigator on the current study published in Science Translational Medicine. In the current study, Dr. Rovnak and his colleagues employed the use of a molecular technique called the loop-mediated isothermal amplification, or LAMP assay. However, Dr. Rovnak had originally been using the method for a much different purpose before switching his focus to Zika. We had been developing the LAMP assay in collaboration with Colorado Parks and Wildlife to develop what we called the sheepside assay, and this is efforts to preserve the Rocky Mountain bighorn sheep. Um, They're having a great deal of problems with persistent pneumonia in these herds, in specific herds, and they fail to recruit, that is to reproduce successfully, and the herds dwindle and die, and Colorado Parks and Wildlife would like to do what they can to stop that from happening. After working closely with vector biologists at Colorado State, Dr. Rovnak and his colleagues realized that the LAMP assay was an ideal method for Zika detection, as it has similarities to PCR assays, but because of its simplicity and greatly reduced cost, could easily be used in the field with minimal amounts of equipment. While the assay worked great detecting the virus among mosquito populations, the investigators wanted to take the test to the next level. We decided that we should extend this into human biofluid detection of virus in human biofluids. We thought that it would be important for us to show that the basic assay that we had developed for mosquitoes could work in human biofluids as well. And we did that initial experiments just simply by spiking normal human biofluids with virus that we had grown in the laboratory. Amazingly, the assay was not only able to detect Zika in patient serum, plasma, and semen samples, but it could also accurately distinguish between the Asian viral strain, which dominated the news cycle last summer due to its association with microcephaly among newborns, and the African strain. Yet a burning question remained. Could the assay be utilized for other mosquito-borne diseases? The assay, as published, is for Zika virus. We demonstrated equally that we can perform 
assays for dengue and, and yellow fever in West Nile under the same assay conditions with other primer sets that are specific for those viruses. And so there's no reason in my mind to believe that this very basic simple assay couldn't be extended to a large array of RNA viruses and certainly, obviously, DNA viruses and other infectious diseases. It would seem that LAMP is illuminating the way towards viral detection. Thanks for tuning in. For Genetic Engineering and Biotechnology News' Sound of Science, I'm Jeff Bogaliskis.